Good Thursday afternoon, everybody. My name is Anthony Grossi. Welcome to your D1 Team 5 and let's jump right into it. 63 days after eliminating seven sports and 17 days after reinstating three of the women's sports that were eliminated, William & Mary will reset the process to determine the athletic department's long-term sustainability, according to President Catherine Rowe, who says that as part of the reset, men's athletics teams that were slated to be eliminated will continue as Division I sports through at least 2021-22, and the tribe will take a phased approach that allows for a gender equity review and an exploration of alternative solutions as part of a long-term financial plan. Rowe saying, quote, Going forward, William & Mary Athletics cannot fulfill its commitments to provide an equitable and excellent environment for learning and competing in Division I under its prior financial model. Interim Athletic Director Jeremy Barton has outlined a clear and hopeful path to achieving those essential goals with an operational footing that could be sustainable beyond 2020 if the milestones the department will establish are reached. Clemson will discontinue its men's track and field and cross-country program at the end of the academic year. The Tigers expect to save about $2 million annually through the cuts and says it will reinvest those funds in other athletic initiatives, including Olympic sports. Athletic Director Dan Radakovich says the decision is the result of a series of considerations that include, but are not limited to, competitive balance, gender equity and Title IX compliance, financial positioning, impact on diversity among student-athletes and staff, and local and national interest and participation in the sport. And football cancellations? The Tulsa Navy matchup and Louisiana Tech at North Texas matchup have both been postponed. The Air Force at Army West Point football matchup scheduled for this Saturday will not take place. The Washington at Cal football matchup has been canceled after the Golden Bears were unable to meet the scholarship minimum due to a positive COVID-19 case and subsequent contact tracing measures. Pursuant to conflict policy, the game will be declared a no contest. The San Jose Mercury News' John Wilner notes that the city of Berkeley quarantine policy is at home for 14 days, quote, so we should assume the Cal-Arizona State game could be at risk on November 14th. For those keeping track at home, according to Sports Illustrated's Ross Dillinger, of the 308 football games scheduled thus far, 264 have been played and 44 have been postponed or canceled. Hartford and the NCAA enforcement staff agreed that the university improperly certified 27 student-athletes as eligible in 30 occurrences across eight sports, resulting in 10 student-athletes competing while ineligible, failed to withhold three student-athletes from competition before their eligibility was reinstated, and that the head and assistant men's lacrosse coaches had impermissible recruiting contact with a student-athlete. Among the prescribed penalties include a reduction of one women's basketball scholarship for this season and next, a reduction in men's lacrosse team equivalency scholarships by 0.4 for the 2021-22 academic year and a one-year show cause for the lacrosse coach. The AP reports that Oregon State head volleyball coach Mark Bernard and his staff physically and emotionally abused some players while the administration took no outward steps to address complaints. The AP also notes that three volleyball student-athletes quote, seriously contemplated suicide since 2016, unquote, while 11 players either quit or transferred during that time period. Former student-athletes alleged practices put players' safety at risk, and coaches dangled four-year scholarships and then withdrew them due to on-court performance. Still, some former players have defended Bernard, including 2019 graduate Corey Cheshire, who contends that, quote, what's described there is 180 degrees from what actually happened. In additional return to action notes, East Carolina Athletic Director John Gilbert today informed the Board of Trustees that the Pirates will not play Marshall in football this year. Connecticut is halting men's basketball activities following a positive COVID-19 test from a student-athlete. Stadium's Jeff Goodman notes that, quote, if UConn winds up having to shut down for 14 days, which is still unclear, that means the Huskies would return to practice on the 19th with the first scheduled game coming just six days later. 
Minnesota football assistant coach Joe Rossi has tested positive for COVID-19 and will not coach this week against Illinois. Tennessee will limit capacity at Thompson Bowling Arena to roughly 4,000 fans for the upcoming hoop season. Iowa State will allow 1,373 fans at hoops games this season, and St. John's will begin the men's basketball season without fans in attendance. CBS's John Rossi notes that that could change later in the year, depending on public health conditions. Sportico's Anthony Krupe observes that the layoffs at ESPN come, quote, at the same time that ESPN finds itself budgeting for billions of dollars in additional rights fees payouts, the business model that has long financed those buying sprees is shaking itself to pieces. After once reaching a little more than 100 million TV households in 2011, ESPN's traditional distribution footprint is now down to around 83 million homes. In transforming its media mandate, Disney will look to make transformative changes at ESPN and the rest of the company's cable and TV networks. Today's layoffs are a glimpse of what lies in store for the sports media marketplace as a whole as shakeups in production, distribution, and the fundamentals of advertising are certain to create redundancies and upend the org charts. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Thursday afternoon, November 5th. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave a 5-star review and let me know what you think of the show by replying to your D1Ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1Ticker. This is the last D1T and 5 for the week, so be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi. Have a great weekend, and I will see you bright and early Monday morning.